Hey, 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 class is in session, and we are the Classroom Luminaries. I am your host, Erin. And I am Jessica, and this week we are heading into episode three. Three! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, that's supposed to be next week for four. <laughs> right. The three, three. three. We don't have nothing for three. <laughs> So this week we're going to be, we're going to take a break from the little serious stuff, you know, and we're going to be talking about um, interview tips. Okay. Interview tips for teachers. For those of you who are graduating or just graduated, congratulations. Maybe you're... Shout out to class 2019. Right. Maybe you're switching gears and you're getting ready to transfer schools or go to another school or it's time for a transition in your life. Whatever it is, we are here to share with you our tips for success. Okay. So, before we jump into the podcast, as always, we want to remind you guys to follow our social media platforms. Twitter, follow us on Twitter at C Luminaries on IG at Classroom Luminaries Podcast and Facebook at Classroom Luminaries. Also, please do not forget to head to our website, www.classroomluminaries.com and subscribe. Yes. Okay, also, we want you to nominate a person that you feel like is a luminary and shine a light in your building. Maybe right. it's a person in your building. Maybe it's a person that you follow on um, Instagram or you interact with on Twitter, whatever. Right. Um, and we want to give them a shout out. We want to yeah. give you a shout out. Let us know them. your favorite teacher's other favorite teacher. Right. I'm the first favorite teacher. Oh so. my goodness. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> Hashtag your favorite teacher's favorite teacher. Right. <laughs> okay, so we have five interview tips. These are our top five interview tips. And we're going to give you a rundown on them and we're kind of going to kind of go in a little bit um, to kind of explain and tell you why we chose these five. Mm-hmm. And then once everything is said and done, you all can take to social media and let us know what, you know, you think maybe we should add it to the list yeah. or, you know, kind of give us some feedback. Um, so tip number one. This is an obvious one. Be prepared. Right. Hashtag Lion King. <laughs> I mean, how many times like do you hear that? Like be prepared, but you know what does what, that mean? Yeah, what what does that mean? Like what does that mean? So I say, like, okay, whether you're going to so job fairs are hard. Mm. Um, so when you it's different from when you're going to a job fair and when you actually get a call from this principal saying, Hey, can you come into my building and do this? Right. So let's just touch on job fairs really quickly. Um First things first, when you go to job fairs, please do not put your. I know you want to be cute, you want to seem um, organized, and all of this, all of this jazz, but do not put like your resume inside of a plastic, like you know, Cheap whatever, <laughs> like you know. And then the person you go up, you talk to the person, they have to pull it out, and then they have to talk, like you literally have about ten to fifteen seconds to really like you know get this person to want to talk to you. So right. what do you say they should say in those 10 to 15 seconds? Yeah, I guess kind of like your, that's your elevator speech. You're going to kind of Yeah, but get for your... the newbies, what does that mean? You're going to kind of <laughs> give, you know, introduce yourself. I would start off with something about um, your, your vision, your personal teacher philosophy, mm-hmm. because they don't know you. 
Right. So, you know, you could go in and hit them with all these facts. Your school has da-da-da. They know that. They want to know about you. Right. So, I would start off with my strengths. I would start off with questions that I know that they're probably already going to ask me because they, they do have these typical interview questions. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Um, I would talk about general me stuff because that's what you're trying to do. Sell you to this person. Yeah, and not the, my name is this. I've been right. They can look at they your, have your resume. resume. Okay. <laughs> and see what your name is is what you this one thing that kind of helps me even when I go to job fairs is when I talk about math like you know I start talking my name is Jessica blah 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 I've been teaching blah 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 my favorite subject teaches math I loved and then I start going on a, on a tangent about how I love to teach math don't get me on this <laughs> I started going on a tangent about how I love to teach math and naturally when you talk about anything that you love whether it's your kids your mom your family like whatever your face lights up your right. body your, like your body language changes like everything shifts and I think this is a good a good point to talk about so if I talk know. about math I'm gonna get sad <laughs> But get the irony in this, though. When I interviewed for the school that I'm at now, they sent me an email. The principal sent me an email. It was like, yeah. No, the CST sent me an email. She's like, oh, I need you to do a model lesson. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, you're going to do a model lesson. We're going to pull some kids, and you're going to teach the lesson so we can kind of see how you interact with kids. Ah. So be prepared means be prepared for anything. Yeah, anything because that was the first you. time that had ever happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, what in the world am I going to do? So what I did, I taught math lesson. How funny is that? I taught fractions. And I went and I bought chocolate. I bought the Hershey so that I could show the kids what their manipulatives, how to break up the Ooh, chocolate. Look at you. Now, for somebody who does not like math, I am really by the book. So if the book, best practices, come on, best practices. <laughs> if best practices say that students need a concrete and a representation and abstract. Come on, <laughs> come on CRA. <laughs> Don't do me. <laughs> so if if it is best if best practices say that, then that's what I'm going to research so I know how to put my best foot forward. Yeah. And the math coach was in the interview and she was like, you know, that was a great lesson. And when she found out I didn't like math, she was like, wait a well, minute, I couldn't tell. Right. And so you know, so I think when you when it's not something that you actually know how to do, you actually take the time to perfect mm-hmm. that craft. So That's true. I think that all ties into being, you know, the best you. Um, also, I say this a lot of times I feel like, you know, teachers that have like new experience, they, you know, kind of feel like they're, you know, oh, I don't have as much experience as the next person, blah, 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 blah. But like maybe you, um, you student talk that's experience yes maybe they don't you, know what to include exactly that's maybe that's what I'm trying to say yeah they I'm, don't I'm, know I'm, what I'm to include words. like you student talk that's experience maybe you babysat that's experience dealing with kids yeah maybe you taught at a daycare or you that's mm-hmm. experience maybe you were a substitute that's like any interaction that you maybe you taught vacation bible school like you know that's experience like right. any type of experience experience <laughs> that you had like any you deal with children like like, you know, you, you interacted with children. That's experience. So I think, you know, just going back to just being knowing prepared. Knowing what to say. Yeah. Knowing what to include. Yes. Knowing how to jazz up the words. You yeah. were not a secretary. You were a filing specialist. Not. <laughs> we're going to move on. <laughs> you are a keeper of personal records. <laughs> we are going to move on. Okay. Two, question number two. Tip, question, tip, 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 um, number two. tip two. I'm sorry. Tip two. Tip number two is read 
search the school. Now, this can also be something that you might have trouble with when you are going to a job fair. You don't mm-hmm. know what school you're going to talk to, but you know what well, you know you know what district you're in, right? And all of these districts, and I'm speaking from experience being here in Atlanta. All of these districts have a north, the south, the east, the right. west. Like, you know, and all of them are doing something different. Let's right. just be transparent here. So what you can do is you can go research and see what's going on in the south, mm-hmm. what's buzzing in the south, what's going on in the north. So when they say, oh, we're in the north part of this district, oh, okay, you can go back and say, okay, I know y'all are working on this. And right. You can talk around, you know, that topic. So I say that. Um, research the school for me. Um... When I moved back from Savannah, because I started teaching in Savannah, when I moved back to Atlanta, um, I am a product of Fulton County Schools. So Mm. I already knew I went to Woodland Middle School. I went to Tri-Cities High School. I already had kind of my own interpretation, my own bias of where to go. Now, the school that I work at now, I had never heard of that school when I was in school. But I knew what schools I didn't want to work at. Mm. So I knew the area of where those schools were, and I knew what I didn't want to deal with. And I also knew that I lived at the time. I was living in Douglasville. So that's like the west side of Atlanta, near like Six Flags, Austell. I knew that I didn't want to drive way to Sandy Springs every day. I knew that I did not want to work in the North County because that was too much traffic for me to have to go back and forth. So I wanted to focus more on the South, um, which was only like 20 minutes from where I was living, or I would have to work in Cobb County, which would be, you know, a little further. But I felt like I went to Fulton County Schools. I want to give back to what I where I came from. So that's how I kind of decided what to research. And then once I solidified my area, I did the teacher thing and I started looking up CCRPI scores. <laughs> I started looking up ratings on greatschools.org. Please don't do I, that. <laughs> I started looking oh. at all of this stuff just to realize when you get there, that is not a true no, representation no. of what is in that school. Please I think the best advice is to go to that school yes. and go walk in that building. Go be a volunteer in the library. Be a volunteer in the ca- volunteer in the cafeteria. That's going to be the best way to really get a good idea of what you're dealing with. Let's talk about school scores for a second because, you know, <laughs> I, I was also one of those teachers who went and looked up the scores was like what's going on right but just because a school is a top like scoring school does not mean that that's the school that you're supposed to be at amen because you know nine times out of ten if you're going to these top performing schools they have a way of doing things we do this this way we do this this way they're not gonna listen to anything that i mean i'm not gonna say they're not gonna listen but they have their way of doing things. Mm-hmm. This is what worked for us. This is what have our scores this way. This is a, you know, that's just kind of the, the atmosphere that you get versus, you know, going to the schools that are on the climb. Right. Now, there's a difference between low, perform, low, low performing schools and schools that are on the climb. Right. Because sometimes, um, and we're just going to be transparent here because that's what we are, it's the teachers. It ain't got nothing to do with those kids. Mm-hmm. Um, it has nothing to do with those parents because the parents just don't know. And it's our job as educators to educate parents as much as we can. Right. Now, it's not our job to tell parents how what to, to parent. Because mm-hmm. um, I can't tell a parent how to parent because I don't have any kids. So, I mean, I 
can't tell a parent how to parent, and I have kids. You, you, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, it's not our job to tell parents how to parent, but it is our job to educate. And in some places, that's just difficult. It's just it's just very difficult to do. And you're just up against so many so many factors that just makes it so hard. Right. Like, it's, it's just the reality of our situation. But then you have other schools that are just on the climb. And sometimes those schools that are on the climb aren't the schools for you either. Right. Because they have... They, 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 this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is how we're going to get to that goal. But So sometimes you have to go to those schools that are kind of stuck. And maybe you need to be that innovator that changes, changes mm-hmm. things up and make things move. Sometimes you might need to go to that school that's on the climb because maybe you need to tighten up your teaching practice. Yeah. Okay. And maybe, it gives you some room yes. to kind of make mistakes so yeah. they can kind of coach you into right. what where you need to go. And because maybe, I think that's what this school did for me. Kind of mm-hmm. had me to focus on data not just looking at the data and saying oh this is low, these this kids is have red these yeah. kids are yellow this school was like okay why are they red is it because the lesson plan said to do da 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 and you did that but that didn't work and instead of using your teacher knowledge you just kept going because that's what mm. you planned so this school that I'm at now really helped me interpret data now keep in mind I've only been teaching four years so that was never explained to me it was like okay make sure the kids don't kill each other close right. the door and walk away right no like I need to to know what I need to do to move the kids. And granted, last year, um, being my first year at school from beginning to end, I had a little boy come to me on a level C. In the fourth grade, in the third grade, level C. That's kindergarten. That's like the beginning of kindergarten. You should be leaving pre-K and level C. So he was like, he was using every single strategy I gave him. So that is what helped because he was willing. He was motivated. And then by the time he left, he was on level H. Now, H is like the middle of first First grade. grade, So, from kindergarten to first grade. Now, granted, H is nowhere near where you're supposed to be for third grade. But for that child to move like that, I had to interpret his data to know, okay, he's having issues with beginning sounds. He's having issues with our controlled words. If I didn't know that, if I didn't know where to go to find that, that baby still be reading on the seat. That's true. So, knowing how to interpret that, knowing, you know, that all comes in researching the school. What yes. what do they stand for? What yes. is their administrator's goal for that team, mm-hmm. or for that student body? That's how you'll know if this is the place for you. Because there are so many factors that go into so many different types of schools and why they're moving and why they aren't moving. Yes. And why, come like to it's, the point. It's, 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 just, <laughs> it's so many. <laughs> I'm not fooling with this girl. I'm, I'm be good. I'm be good. Today. Come on, let's move. <laughs> All right, go ahead and go number three because this, okay. this is where I'm about to. Tip number three so Jessica can go in. <laughs> Dress professionally. Let's just take a minute. Pause for the cops. Okay, let's just. <laughs> because let me tell you something. I. She had to put the phone down. <laughs> I can't. I have. Okay, so a little bit. I'm a rebel. Okay, let's just start there. And um, if I don't like something in school, I'm going to leave. Oh, God. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. Like I'm going because I, I I'm going to leave. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Plain know. And simple. Like period. I mean, because I know I'm a good teacher, and I know wherever I go, like I'm gonna be like you're gonna feel my impact when I'm gone. Right. Like you know, like so. Um. But let's just talk about all of these different. You know, I've been to a couple of job fairs in my day. 
Um, and I've been, you know, in the school where I've been sitting, waiting for an interview, and the person right after me for the same exact job mm-hmm. has been sitting for an interview. And um, let's just talk about, talk about the mediocrity. Mediocre. What do I want? Mediocrity. That's what I'm working for. Uh-huh. That's what I look for. Let's just talk about it for a second. I have been, you know, I have seen. I mean, it literally looks like they just roll out of the bed and just came to the freaking interview. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? The shaking go. I mean, <laughs> seriously. And. Yeah. So what does that look like? Like, let's explain because they can't see us. So what does that look like? Are you coming with your bonnet on or is it I not mean, that not bad? Bonnet. I okay, mean, so it's not that bad. If you showing up with a bonnet <laughs> and you call yourself trying to teach somebody, goodbye. Not for no interview. But, um, oh, let me let me flashback. Okay. So when I came into Cobb County, it was this uh, area superintendent, no, deputy superintendent. Okay. Um, Your girl was dressed down. To a T, you know, and it was a Friday. Okay. And, you know, when I say dressed down, like she was very professionally dressed, and she had on like this. Je- it was a Friday, you know. She had on a jean dress. It was really, really cute. Um, some really cute wedges. Her makeup was put together. She was an older woman. Um, I think she said she had been teaching forty something years. Good gracious. Yes. Blessing. Like so, she was an older woman or whatever. And she told us this. She said, "It's you're gonna um, it's gonna be two days in your life where you're going to be your best dressed. She said on your wedding day. And then your death day. Mm-mm. Your wedding day and the day you go for an interview for your first job. Oh. So those are two days. She ran down this list. And I mean, I've seen uh, girls uh, with, you know, pants that are too big and they're dragging. Mm-hmm. Um, Same thing for guys. Yeah, you know. Get like those the, suits tailored. Don't come like here with them baggy clothes, suits on. Right, are just hanging off of them. Um, and everybody's not into makeup, like, you know, but, you know, a lip gloss. Like, you, you, like, you know, um, lotion on your face. <laughs> like, you know, I mean. Lotion just, on your ankles. Right, just make yourself. Stockings. Yeah, stockings. Like a lot of people <laughs> think that tight. that's old school, but it's really not old it's school. Professional. Like it's very professional. Put put your stockings on. But um I've seen it all. And even from guys, like you know, guys come with that lax like I can just put on a collar button shirt. down, a collar, you know, a yeah, button down, um a tie and some slacks and I can put on a suit. Like how this, many it's a different Yeah, statement. like how many times have you been somewhere? Even if you're scrolling through on Instagram mm-hmm. and you see a guy in a nice suit, you go, Oh, wait a minute. Right. Double tap. Like you know right. what I'm saying? Cause right. he looks nice. That smile hit different when he got a suit on. Yeah. <laughs> that smile hit different when he got a suit on. Shout out to our teacher of the year, Mr. Smile this This man was so tailored, okay? During the teacher of the year interviews, and this, I'm going to go off to the tangent, and when they listen to this, they're going to probably slap me for this, but he had on a suit for his observation, because we had to get observed to teach. He had on a suit. Don't tell me he Do changed. you think this man teach in a suit every day? No, but he put his best foot forward. Yeah, that's it. When it was time for the interview. Oh, you was in the bathroom changing, love. You put on a new suit. Not for the interview. For the interview, but guess what? That smile hit different when you have on a new suit because you taught in black and now you have on blue. Baby boy, what are you doing? Not- he was putting his best foot forward. And guess what? Guess who's the teacher of the year? 
I'm just saying, like, you know, let's 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 just take a second. I mean, like my interview dress. I have like an interview dress. Actually, I have a couple. I have one that's black. She's fancy. Um, and I have one that's blue. So if it's a fall time, I'll wear the black okay, one. Okay, seasons. <laughs> and if it's more spring, you know, I'll wear the blue one. So is this because... blue like royal blue? No, it's a baby blue. It's, it's a powder blue. It's a powder blue. Okay. It is. It's a powder blue, and I have a new pair of heels that I wear with that, and then I have the black to go with the black. Now, my heels are not like high heels that I'm like tipping in about to fall. They're those little baby heels, but when I'm walking in the interview and I'm walking in the halls and I'm they give me a tour of the school, there's a different statement because you you all know mm-hmm. when we were growing up, you heard the principal's heels in the hallway. Mm-hmm. When somebody hears somebody coming down the hallway with heels, oh, they're looking to see who it is. Yes. And if they're looking to see who it is and here I am dressed down, now I'm making a statement. Mm-hmm. Now I'm making a statement like, oh, okay, she she's here to play. She's she's not here to play. Right. So yeah, just take 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 the time and um go buy yourself. Like I got mine from TJ Maxx for like forty dollars. Yes, Ross is your best friend. Right. Like like so. I mean, not, it's, it doesn't even have to be. Uh, I don't even know right, who makes it's, big it's suits. It's one of those but. uh. Calvin Klein, you know they sell the Calvin Klein dresses in mm-hmm. um, TJ Maxx and stuff. So it's one of those dresses I paid like forty dollars for it. I mean, it's forty dollars and I had it for what two years now. Right. So make I mean, that little investment. Right. It's, so it's worth it. Make that little investment. Some good shoes. Mm-hmm. You that might spend. You might spend some money. Mm-hmm. But I would say um, when I worked at Nine West, they have some of the best professional heels. Yeah, my and heels they are Nine West. They are not cheap. They are like, we have a, well, I don't work there anymore, but they have a, their classic shoe is called Nuncio, N-U-N-C-I-O, and you can probably still order them on the Now West uh, outlet, from the Now West outlet, because they have closed a lot of the stores, but it's probably a two and a half, maybe three inch heel, yeah, mine is really and it's small. real leather, like, invest, those shoes are $69, and they never go on sale. Invest in this one-time investment. Go ahead and get you some mm-hmm. black or blue or nude pumps. I will stay away from Jessica Simpson because she oh, hurts. Yeah. Ooh, does Jessica she? Simpson hurts. I will stay away from her. But um, so that's my advice on that, or that's Jessica our advice. Simpson hurts. Jessica Simpson is not for the gods. Okay. No, she is <laughs> not. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come back with our last two tips. tips. we're back um so we have been going over our interview tips and now we're at tip number four so i personally like this tip because jessica really helped hone this tip in for me (laughs) and she's probably gonna be like what yeah i'm like wait so tip number four is prepare your portfolio oh yeah now um Jessica and I were having a conversation, I want to say last year, Mm -hmm. um, because we always blow up each other's phone with this professional talk. So we were having a conversation last year when she was looking to transition to a new um, school. Again. Right. (laughs) So, um, and she dropped some knowledge on me about portfolios. So everybody has a resume. So when you are looking for a job, the first thing you do after you do your application, you hopefully reach out to that administrative team. You reach out to the hiring committee, um, even if it's not for a teacher job, even if it's, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do, you reach out to that hiring team and you would typically shoot them your resume. Mm -hmm. And I mean, my principal has shown us uh, pictures and, you know, how he has uh, a lot of 
interviews or lots of people interested mm-hmm. in coming to our school. And the one thing that everybody has in common is, oh, we all shoot you a resume. So imagine the the way it would be if you were to send them your whole portfolio instead of just this one piece of paper on, I was teacher of the year candidate. I was over um, this mentoring group or I started beta club in my school, whatever, whatever. Imagine all, if they could see that in action. information that everybody sends. Everybody sends. I want to be the best teacher in the Uh, world. I have 58% of my students that grew or whatever it is that your data shows. Yes, that's all great. But what if they could see that real time? So when she and I were talking, I'm like, okay, well, send me yours. Like, what does it look like? Because prior to her, I had never heard of this. So she sent me her portfolio and I'm like, Oh, digital. <laughs> this is so different. So immediately, if she's in an interview and they're like, oh, tell us about your reading block. How does your reading block go? Because that was a question I was asked to, to walk me through your reading block, a typical day in your reading class. I'm like, oh, well, first the kids to come in and we'll do that. What if I could just pull that up and say, hey, look at this. I have a mini lesson ready mm-hmm. for you. Let's watch these. It's only 10 minutes. Let's watch this. Or it's only two minutes. Let's watch this. Mm-hmm. And you can show them real time clips or if you don't wait until the interview, once you send off your information, go ahead and shoot them your portfolio. Yes. And some of the components um, that were in the portfolio that I took from Jessica, there was a link to my certificate. So you can see everything that I'm certified yep. in. There was a link to my most recent evaluation. So you can see what my principal said about me, what my AP said about me, yep. or you know whoever did my last evaluation. There were clips of my behavior system. There were clips of how do I integrate technology everything that they want to know i have me doing a small group me doing guided reading everything that you know every school is kind of going to have so they can make a decision right there if they want to talk to me if they want me to come back if they want to see me in action because that's what's going to set you apart everybody's not up here sending portfolios Mm -mm. everybody's not doing that so you already have points because they sent you sent the portfolio and if the content is good you already got a job basically and now you're the one at the mm, do I want to go to you or do I want to go to you exactly. you have the buying power you have those options so that's I mean that's what I think about preparing your portfolio like that was golden keys <laughs> yeah, to a real one you know and um, I I have a digital and a portfolio that I take to interviews with me. Um, I created my digital portfolio on Google Slides, and mm-hmm. then we did. I did a um, Bitly link, so it's a short link, and I just embedded like hi. And when I after I apply for the job. Um, I'll just send a hey, um, Jessica Woodruff. I'm interested in blah 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 position at your school, blah blah. Um, here is my portfolio. Here's a link to my portfolio, blah blah blah. Um, look forward to hearing from you soon, blah 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 blah. You know, just the basic, you know, stuff. And I also take a portfolio in there with me. Now, when you take portfolios into jobs with you, um, what you don't want to do is it for it to become a portfolio show. Like mm. when they ask you a question, you pull it out. Here's this. They ask you a question here. Right. Pull it out here. What you want to do is just, you know, you can kind of tell um, where uh, schools are having issues mm-hmm. when in the interview. Like, what's the weak point? What's the one question they keep asking in different ways? Like, mm-hmm. what do they keep? So, 
I say with those questions, those are the ones that you pull out a portfolio and you really drive those right home. Like, okay, this is what I can do. This is what I have done. Right. This is how it has worked. Um, or whatever. So yeah, like Aaron said, um, uh digital portfolios because I mean it's 2019 why do you not have a digital portfolio like, <laughs> because nobody know? told them they don't have yeah. a Jessica well now you have a Jessica well so. that's true but it's like in the in the way in the age of the way that everything is moving um every every everybody wants everything so instant mm-hmm. like when you have like uh, Instagram like you know when you have Snapchat where you can just snap something like real quick or whatever everything's so instant so you'll automatically like Aaron said stick out from the crowd when you send that um, digital portfolio in so um, yeah prepare your portfolio do a digital one and do a um uh, a hard well I don't want to say hard copy but like an actual portfolio and if um you want more information on like where I get my portfolio materials from and all that stuff I actually have a YouTube channel um it's just in the classroom and you can go to that video interview tips and click on the links in the bio and it'll show you where I get my actual portfolio from my sheet protectors all of that stuff um so yeah all right, the last um, tip tip that I was about to say question again <laughs> that I have or that we have is have a list of questions to ask the interviewer. Yes. Like, you know, I mean, you, this is a big decision for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to go in there and these people ask you all of these questions. And then you get to the end. They're like, do you have any questions for us? Because they always ask that. Uh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> like, what do you mean, no? You just sat in here for two hours with these right. people. And you don't have a single question. So, always have um uh, a list of questions. I always take five. Um, I'll just read three of my top three. My first one is... What are some goals you have for your school? Mm. Um, my second one I always ask is, what are some strengths of your school? Because mm. if they can't, if they can't talk, say anything good, run, run. <laughs> <laughs> run. And the third one I always ask is, how supportive are you and the district in supporting continuing education for your staff? Mm. So basically, what positions do you put me in to make me grow? Yes. So those are the three that I always ask. What about you? I don't ask questions. I'm 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 terrible. I don't I don't think I ask questions. I think at this school that I work at now, I think when they asked me did I have any questions, I think my first question was how soon are you looking to fill the position? Oh, that's a good one too. I think I asked that only because I really wanted to leave the school that I was at. And maybe that's terrible to say, but I really, I knew it wasn't for me. We just, last week we talked about finding the right school. I knew that that wasn't the school for me. It's next week. Next week we're talking about finding the right school? Yeah, next week. So we're going to spice this. All right. So next week we're talking about finding the right school. And I I knew that that wasn't the school for me. So that was one of the questions that I asked. Another question um, that I would think that other people would ask would definitely not be anything about salary because you already know about that. You and the school does not determine the salary. So we have some new teachers that might not know yes. that. Don't ask any questions about salary. But um, I would think you would ask something along the lines of what are their discipline um, plans? Like what are, what are their 
options or support for students with troubled behaviors mm-hmm. or something along those lines that you may not be able to see or if you tour the school prior to your interview ask a question about something that you saw you know do the do the teachers have duty free lunch or please something that's going to be the school. important to you or you could just simply ask could I tour the school could please I you do. know please because do they could tell you anything in those interviews please but do if they tell you oh our school has you know duty free lunch and you walk in the cafeteria they're like uh uh-uh, uh you can't leave but y'all said, oh, we changed our mind. Like, no, you need to be able to see it real time. You need to be able to hear how those teachers talk to those kids. Yes. How do the kids talk to the teachers? How do the teachers talk to each other? That's the only thing you're going to, the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you're right there in the moment. Yeah, because please. they don't know that you're coming down the hallway. Right. Right. They'll, you know, listen in on those conversations. Are they saying, shut up and sit down? Or are they saying, okay, you have a choice, Johnny. Would you like to keep talking or would you like to be quiet like you know you so you know what environment fits you best you know sometimes you know you have those you sit down days <laughs> like you, listen i need you to go have a seat that's different you know? <laughs> sit down and but, shut up that's true but but please if you can Please go to the school during school hours. Yes. And if it's not during school hours, go during dismissal. Dismissal will tell you everything you need to know about a school building. I know it might sound crazy. No, it don't. But dismissal will tell you everything everything you need to know about it will tell you if they're organized yes. do they have their stuff together Does how they, is the administration yeah where is the administration are they visible are they yes. active like and dismissal is the tail tail sign of a school not when they're getting there in the morning because everybody in a good mood in the morning mm-hmm. good morning welcome to school but dismissal everybody tired ready to go everybody ready to go <laughs> <laughs> so how does that school operate during dismissal I always I think I think with the school that I'm going to next year I went during dismissal and it was a major because I, I I actually got offered two jobs mm-hmm. the first one um I got offered at a job fair and I didn't see the school. I didn't go to the school, but I liked the administration and the second one, but I, I liked the administration, but there's still like this little thing in my stomach, like mm-hmm. eh, not quite, not mm, don't, don't, don't pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Then I went to another interview and, and I went during dismissal intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sat there for a long time, a long time. So I, my, I think my interview was at three thirty. I got there at like three, just because I wanted to mm-hmm. see. So I got there early, and um, I was sold at dismissal. I was like, "Yep, let me go ahead and go here and knock this out." So that is so out. funny that <laughs> you said that. <laughs> let, let me go I ahead and knock that thing. out. Well, they scheduled my interview mm. during that time. And mm-hmm. I think my I end up leaving my current job. Um, my principal let me leave early so that I could go to the interview. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, now mind you, I interviewed in May, so school is pretty much over. Yep. So that's why they're super tired. Yeah. So I sat down. Um, I came in. I sat down. I told them I had an interview. They brought the CST out. She's like, "Okay, oh, we'll be with you shortly. As soon as we get the kids on the bus." So immediately I was greeted. Mm-hmm. And then a teacher. She was a first grade teacher. She came up. She sat down. She said, "Oh, hi. How are you? I'm such and such." She introduced herself she said are you looking for a job here oh you're gonna love it this is a teacher who just saw an outsider that's how she came 
introduce herself and so then I went they told me that they were going to be ready so I went back to the car I don't know what I did I went to go get something and the principal was outside like right by the buses they were waiting on the buses um to pull up they had a late bus he was outside throwing football with the boys playing football with the kids like that's when I said oh okay yeah, so. so I was thinking he didn't know necessarily that I was up there and he doesn't even typically sit in on the interviews but that's what made me because they weren't looking at him like why are you out here you don't never be out here it was, it was like natural. they knew mm-hmm. that okay this is something that he does so he was literally out there throwing and playing catch with the kids while they were waiting on the school bus which was something that was unfortunate it was beyond everybody's control but he took the time to then instead of just saying okay sit down at this table and be quiet Mm-hmm. He outside playing with them. And when it was time for the bus to come, they left. And as I started working there, he knows these kids by name. This is an elementary school with 700 some odd kids. He could tell you any child name that walk up there. Man, that's crazy. He, I mean, that is just, that's what sold me. So I would agree like that dismissal time, everybody is over it. And if they can still, I ain't going to necessarily say fake the funk, but if they can still make you feel like these yeah. kids are just as important at 2.45 or 3 o'clock, whatever time it is, as they are at 7.10 in the morning. That should be a good indicator for you. Yeah. So, that has been our interview tips. We hope that it has been helpful. Um, jump over to our social media platforms to give us your feedback on yes. this week's show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at C Luminaries, on Instagram at Classroom Luminaries Podcast, and Facebook at Classroom Luminaries. And subscribe to our website at www.classroomluminaries.com. And remember to follow us on our personal pages. Yes. I am underscore Jessica in the classroom i'm on instagram and on twitter it is just in the letter um classroom one word and on instagram i am little miss teacher lady and on twitter cash me in class c-a-s-h me in class okay so we'll be back next week to talk to you about accepting um challenges oh um that's gonna be a good one we'll be back next week to talk to you about um accepting challenges when doing something that you don't want to do basically be sure to share and tag with your teacher friends we'll be back blasting your ears and calming your nerves next week until then stay illuminated bye bye